This is the Village Church Q&A podcast, where our goal is to create digital, shareable, and helpful content to make disciples who will go, grow, and overcome. Welcome back to the Village Church Q&A podcast. Pastor Michael here in the studio. And again, for the second day in a row, we have Pastor Andy Doyle. Andy, you will notice very quickly, has a thick British accent. If you can't understand him, we will put a manuscript together that has all the words to this, um, help you get that. But uh, Pastor Andy, he is the campus pastor of Christ Community Church in Bartlett, Illinois. And again, Pastor Andy and uh, Christ Community, um, we as Village Church share that common passion for Jesus, the gospel, right doctrine, um, our philosophy of ministry, I think is just really in line with each other. We just have a high appreciation for them. And uh, when you guys moved into Bartlett, all I know is I love when good, solid churches raise up in our city because we need more churches. So I'm thankful for you guys, thankful for having this time today. And uh, today um, we're going to answer one of the most frequently asked questions that Pastor Andy gets. And uh, here is the question. How can I be praying for you and your family? Now, of course, I'm the MC, so I'm going to give a little context. Um, Pastoral ministry is awesome and strange at the same time. Amen. It is one of the most unique um, jobs, if we could say that, on the planet. Um, It's not better or worse, easier or harder than other jobs. It's just categorically different. And um, there is a unique set of challenges that come with being a pastor, particularly the more upfront leadership you have, sometimes the the stranger it gets. And so when we pray, it's because we need God to do something that we can't do. So I don't pray that God helps me put on my underwear every day, right? <laughs> uh, I don't I don't pray that, like, God, I need to brush my teeth today. Help me. You know what I mean? We pray for things that we can't do, uh, or at least that we believe or perceive that we can't do. And as a pastor, what are some of the unique things that you're like, you know, God, um, my life is is unique because of what I do, and I just uniquely need you and my life to intervene. What would some of those key things be for you? Okay, sometimes it would just be carrying the uh, emotional burden of uh, – so when people share in pastoral counseling, they'll share a lot of stuff that that's confidential, and it's heavy, and it's, it's hard to let go sometimes. So I'd always be asking people to uh, say, can you pray for me? Or if they ask to pray for me, I'll say, yeah, just pray that I get good sleep. Pray that when I come home uh, after church or after work that I'm able to disengage and then re-engage with my family, that Mm. they're just not getting the leftovers of me, that I sometimes have a tendency to listen well in my job, go home and just not listen well. So I just ask for people's help that I'm able to disengage. And particularly the main one is just I get good sleep. I will uh, often be praying or thinking through different uh, situations that isn't always helpful for me to do that. So I just love for people to pray that I'm able to switch off well and sleep well. That's a that's a classic one I ask for help with. Other ones would be, I actually ask people to pray for the church. So people say, can I pray for you? I say, here's how you can pray for me. I don't get into other people's business in terms of how they can pray, but I say, this is what you can pray for in relation to our church. Pray that we'd be a church where we really start inviting people here. Pray that as a church, we love to share Jesus with other people. Pray that as a church, we're going to be much more missional with our faith in the community. Mm. So often, I can't just be going to God saying, hey, here's my flock, God. Can you make us more missional? I want lots of people to be 
praying for that, whether it's an elder or a trustee or, or just anyone, even guests. I'll, I'll let them know how they could be praying for us as a church. That's awesome. So if someone were to go to your wife and say, uh, Mrs. Andy Doyle, what's her first name, actually? Shelly. Shelly Doyle. Shelly. Um, how, how can we pray for Andy? What are some of the unique needs that she would see in your life? Um, these are some of the top needs that my husband has as I kind of just look at his life. Because there's like what we what we feel like we need, and then there's what our spouse kind of knows that we need. <laughs> so I, I told Andy I'd throw some audibles, and I tend to get a little vulnerable. So let's let's go at it, Andy. Let's just don't ask me the same question. <laughs> Genuinely, so I will sometimes share with Shelley. I've, I've just had a really hard day, and there's some stuff going on that I I can't share, and so. In the midst of my faith of uh, sharing stuff with people about how big God's it, God is, because I can be in the trenches sometimes, Shelley will sometimes be praying for me that I can see how big God is myself. Uh, there's, there's, uh, you know, it's almost like you can help lift other people up from the trenches, but then you sometimes get left in the trench yourself. So that would definitely be one. Another one, just uh, I have a, a disability, so I've got pretty severe hearing loss in both ears, and whenever that can just get me really uh, depressed at times. So if I'm in mm -hmm. a large group setting, people are talking, I'll just be exhausted, and I will just feel uh, frustrated that my hearing's going. And God, why are you? Why are you letting my hearing go? Because I need to hear people for my job. So that's often an unspoken prayer request is that right. I would trust God in the midst of a condition, which means I'll probably go deaf. And at the same time, I, I like her to actually pray that I, I won't go deaf. Well, thank you for sharing that. Um, you know, as a pastor, um, it's not a job. I mean, it is a job, but it's not. So what people ask me, what's it like being a pastor? And I always say to them, well, it's, it's my income. But it's also my family, my father-in-law, mother-in-law go to the church. So that's an included, you know, that's that's an extra level of intimacy. It's my wife and my kids. It's my best friends. It's my personal ministry. Uh, it's the place that I go to to worship. Uh, it's my spiritual community, physical community. I mean, it's everything, you know. Uh, my church is immersed in the community that I live in, so I can't even get away from that. And because we interact with so many kids and families outside of our church in Bartlett, everywhere I go, people are like, oh, it's Pastor Michael, you know? So um, it is a weird mix of everything. Mm -hmm. And so often people say, hey, can you pray for me? But one of the things that I want people to know is, look, before I'm your pastor, I'm your brother. Pastor is my calling in this season of life. Brother in Christ is our eternal relationship. And brother transcends pastor any day for me. So talk a little bit about just that um, experience of, you know what, I don't want to just be the guy that's praying for you. I want to be in an actual reciprocal, mutual community as a brother in Christ. Thank you. Yep. Key for me is is modeling the, the one another element uh, within Christian communities. So it's love one another, pray for one another, uh, forgive one another. So I really want to have people do those reciprocal relationships. And, that, and whether it's a husband and a wife, you're, you're trying to help them to learn to love each other and put each other's needs before theirs. Uh, whether it's a parent and a child, it's the same. And I just need 
to be candid, I'm just a, a human being who is also struggling with with the realities of life, who has the same faith, the same hope, and the same love, and the object of my love being Jesus. But I'm also human, and so I just uh, need people to be praying for me, and it's helpful for me to be off the pedestal. My job is to point to Christ. It's not to point to myself as someone who has all the answers. So I'm very, very grateful when I can come alongside people and We'll just go out for a, a burger, just hang out together, but then just have that serious conversation in the midst of fun where they'll say, how's it going, Andy? I said, genuinely, this mm. is how you can be praying for me. Uh, there's something very, very powerful about, uh, certainly with Christian men just being brothers in Christ and supporting yep. each other. Uh, it's it's tough. There's a spiritual responsibility. There's spiritual responsibility to lead our families well. There's a spiritual responsibility to love God with all our heart, soul, and mind, and to follow Christ as we best can. And that's a high calling, and uh, we are a frail human beings. So mm. whenever I can demonstrate my frailty, whenever I can demonstrate my need to be honest and for prayer, uh, I love to do that. I remember one time visiting a community group. Uh, they they surprised me. Sometimes you go to community groups to uh, listen to questions or concerns people may have about a, a certain topic or they want to find out the church's view on something. I was expecting to turn up to the community group and maybe possibly have to put some fires out or just uh, <laughs> listen to what people's concerns were. And I went there and they said, Andy, we just want to pray for you and bless for you. And wow. then the the look of a smile on my face, they're like, why is this so good? And I said, genuinely, guys, this doesn't normally happen. I normally have to ask people to pray for me. And they seem pretty shocked. Um, so I I guess the reciprocal stuff's there, but it's it's really nice when you you can be there with people in your congregation. You're just guys. I'm equally a dad, a husband, and a follower of Jesus, and I need you guys just as much as you need me. Yeah, you know, there's a attention. Probably the best way I could say it is um, there is an expectation, unspoken, not malicious, that you know the pastor is going to have it all together. And I don't know where that came from, but all I know is most of the pastors I know, myself including, we don't have it all together. Um, we're called to be good leaders. We're called to be good husbands and dads. But last time I checked, most good dads don't have it all together, you know, and you don't need to be in a great place to be a good leader. And um, so I find myself like people are like, hey, you know, can I pray for you? And I'm always taken back, probably because it doesn't happen as much as maybe it needs to, or people don't think about it because it's it's kind of an unnatural thing for people or they're like, they don't want to feel arrogant, I think is one of the big reasons they don't do that, you know, as if they have some kind of spiritual superiority or something, um, as if praying for somebody would actually imply that. But I think sometimes people are afraid that it does. Um, but there's this tension that I have and I'm like, wait a minute, how vulnerable do I want to be? And where is the line between like, like, if they really heard what I'm actually struggling through, would they still let me lead them? Like, because, I mean, you hear me, because in their subconscious brain, they have expectations of me being more together than I am. And so like, there is this weird tension that I have. So I just lean towards vulnerability and saying, well, here's the worst part of my life. So you want to start there? <laughs> so mine would typically be, I'm, I'm vulnerable with my own shortcomings. Um, mm. 
I wouldn't say, say like ingrained sin habits, but I'll, I'll express where I'm fearful mm. and where I need God's intervention because I feel like I, I can't do it myself. But when anyone ever asks how they can pray for me, I really th- just thank them so much. So if you're listening to this podcast, awesome. genuinely your pastor, if you say to him, hey, how can I be praying for you and your family? That is that's just really refreshing to hear. So please uh, ask that Pastor Michael or whoever yep. your pastor is, just ask them. Just It's really comforting to know that in, in the midst of ministry that people are praying for you and yep. your family behind the scenes. Amen, dude. Um, one of the things I'll often uh, share about is just uh, my struggles with parenting. Um, I've got three kids, one of whom has special needs, and that's an almost daily exhaustion um, that my special needs child will bring. So I'll often say, here's how you can be praying for me as a dad. Um, of my children. That's awesome. Well, I think that's a great segue into what we're going to talk about tomorrow, which is um, what is it like raising a special needs child? And uh, also would love to hear just about your physical disability with your ears and your hearing um, and uh, where that came from, how it played out. So I want to invite our listeners to come back tomorrow and uh, hear more from Pastor Andy. I want to just say thanks for being so vulnerable and um, just sharing. No, it will bless our audience. And so um, listeners, three things I want to ask of you. Number one, would you submit your questions? VCOB.org on the homepage. It says Q&A podcast question. Click that button. We would greatly appreciate you submitting questions. Number two, share this podcast. Um, Find the person you loathe the most and send it to them. That would be great. And then finally, number three, would you rate and review this podcast? Pretty, pretty, please. It will take less than 30 seconds of your life, and it would mean a ton to us. As long as it's five stars. Thanks. See you tomorrow.